0: And we are live back in the Fitness Zone, episode 16 this week with your host Tyson
1: Pfeiffer, Chris Owenby.
0: Chris, how you doing today?
1: Oh, doing great, doing great. One day older and I'm going to have my second COVID shot. Yes,
0: it is a special day. It is Chris's birthday. Happy birthday. What are you celebrating? 21 for the how many times? Uh well, my girlfriend, my
1: girlfriend's, my girlfriend's twenty one, but you know, uh, your girlfriend. yeah, it's the man code, isn't it?
0: Oh, uh, the one from the latex factory, that girlfriend. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Well,
1: she, uh, she's a special girl. No, I'm fifty two uh, years old. Fifty two.
0: Congratulations, fifty two, and rocking it like a boss. So, uh, happy birthday. Um, also, you. got your second COVID shot. Any side effects?
1: No, I'm getting my second COVID shot today. Actually. From the oh. first from the first one I had twenty one days ago though, ever since then I've had a really massive like I've never had sinuses, but I had a sinus headache. I've had sinus headache for the whole since I got the shot.
0: Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So what gang what gang are you in? Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson. Yeah, I'm in the oh, Fis- obviously I'm in the Johnson. On the Pfizer I'm gang.
1: A, I'm the Pfizer gang. Yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in the
0: Pfizer gang too.
1: I got the little chip put in me. Yeah.
0: They know where nice. I'm at. So I didn't have any side effects from my COVID shot. I had not even COVID arm, man. I was I was really lucky, I guess. Um, the first shot, I could if I really forced my arm in a certain position, I could feel a little soreness in there. But yeah, no side effects. I was I was rocking like nothing happened. So it's your birthday. You're in a good mood. I'm in a good mood because I leave tomorrow morning on vacation, heading to Angel Fire, I'm gonna do some downhill bike park uh, racing up there in New Mexico. So super excited about awesome. that. We got a great episode today. This is something i have been looking forward to talking about. It's um, been uh, a supplement that's a par- been a part of your life. It's been a part of my life for a while. Uh, we are talking about whey protein supplements, the powders, the shakes, the meal replacements, and uh, it seems to be a giant myth floating around there that no one ever talks about.
1: Chris, what is that myth? Uh, it's the fact that it's a hoax is what they're saying. It's this is d- a new research. The fact that only 17% is actually used that helps with building blocks of amino acids or building blocks to build muscle where let's just say an egg is 47%. So you call.
0: Yeah. So it's just, um, we're all led to believe through marketing and, uh, Mr. Magazine covers, Mr. Olympia, uh, drink this, uh, this shake, this MRP, build lean muscle fast. Got to have protein to build muscle, which is true. You do need the protein to build muscle, but these meal replacements, these these whey protein powders, these shakes are not really giving you what they're advertising. Uh, Super interesting, Um, back in my bodybuilding days, in fact, even to this day, I'm still a protein supplement user. Um, I eat most of my protein with my food, but I still have it in my mind, I need X amount of grams a day. And so I am supplementing with protein. And this article that, few things that we've read kind of got me thinking about it because it's interesting yeah. that if I am taking, uh, you know, 50 grams in the this scoop in my shake that only my body is only utilizing 17% of the amino acids to help build muscle.
1: That is crazy.
0: That seems extremely low to me.
1: It's a very, uh, ex- a very expensive, uh, little shake there you got.
0: Yeah. And then the rest of it just goes right down the toilet.
1: <laughs> right. Actually, yeah, it just goes to, uh, literally. Uh, it literally <laughs> it comes out as nitrogen and goes out as uh, urine, and basically it's just useless. Now, are yes. you taking whey protein? No, or no, you wh- taking? I mean, you got you got whey isolate, you got casein, you got soy. What? Which one do you actually take? Whey, whey all day,
0: baby, whey all day. Not taking the soy
1: or um, peas whey, or, or vegan. Protein. Whey is a. I've never had a good experience from a GISU with whey. The GISU issues, the stomach gas, the cramps. I mean, you shouldn't be having gas by taking a protein drink, you know. So when I switched over the casein, because it had a little bit of MCT on it, in it then, my, then it went away. It's, it's more of a slower leasing. Now, they, I can't find a case study on casein. Unfortunately, I just found the case study on whey, but they're researching because it's the most uh, widely used form of uh, in the protein shakes that we're buying today. Very expensive. It costs about 37 cents to make, and they're selling it for 50 bucks. Well, no, just whey protein is a, a, more of a fast acting. Like yep. A lot of times you'll take it after you train. The casein is more of a slow reacting. You take it before you go before you go to bed. Okay. When you're looking at when you're thinking about IGF one and thinking about growth hormone, HGH, it's just a slower releasing protein. But again, I can't tell you how much actually what the AAU is. I'm looking for it. I've been researching it. I just have persons just like you because we don't have time to eat six, seven times a day. Uh, I do know that when I was doing bodybuilding shows, the guys who would help us with nutrition would always, always, the first thing they would take out would be no replacements. They would say, get off the protein, get off the protein drinks, get off the ways. It's it basically it's, it's, we got to go root. So they wanted real food. Replace it with real food, exactly. And then I started researching so why do bodybuilders use it? So why is this people like five percent using this stuff? And you know, it's interesting to me that basically whenever you take in protein, of course, your pancreas is gonna release insulin. And insulin is the biggest anabolic hormone in the body. So when the insulin is low, your body burns fat. When insulin is high, then your body builds muscle, is what I've read.
0: This is, I found this interesting as well. So what we're trying to get down here in the nuts and bolts of breaking down the, infre-
1: the difference between um,
0: where someone's at on their fitness journey, whether they're trying to gain weight, lose weight, build muscle, whether or not they should take a protein um, and the benefits of that protein. Should they be taking a supplement? Should they just be eating real food, right? So somebody with a super high metabolism, uh, lower body fat like myself, like super active, If I am taking those whey protein proteins, even though I am only absorbing 17% of it, I'm still getting that insulin spike to help my anabolic my anabolic boost.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're a a little ectomorphic and you're trying to gain weight, I don't. And if it doesn't bother your stomach, having a meal, you know, and having to try to eat six, seven times a day, or if your goal was 200 pounds, and I don't know what people are doing now, one of of protein per go weight or 1.5. I don't know what the new studies are people are doing i go one gram of protein per weight uh so if i want to weigh 170 i just say 170 grams a day
0: gram of protein via food and supplement combination per body weight that i want to either maintain or gain to but the past few years i've just been maintaining 170 175 just in that little sweet spot i can fluctuate that five pounds depending what i ate the day before it's like uh my body is like the nightclub it's like one in one out It's like the standing, <laughs> standing room only. You know what I mean? I could just, Ugh. I could weigh myself, and five pounds is gone like real quick. Um, yeah. So, uh, the other reason I found this very interesting was this is not talked about very often for people, or at least that I've seen on um, anyone on a weight loss journey. There's still, even when I was personal in training, it was still a common habit to tell people up your protein, up your protein, but not specifically tell them how to up their protein. So Definitely. people would well, we would to, tell them
1: to would put a protein drink in them. Yeah, you, know? so you
0: just go to an RTD. Oh, you can carry this to work. You need to up your, up your protein. Take this meal replacement. Um, take yeah. this RTD. Take this uh, whey protein. Take this soy protein. But in reality, they really, instead of, if somebody is looking to to lose weight in their fitness journey, th- instead of upping protein with supplements, they would be much better
1: off just eating an extra chicken breast throughout the day. 100%. Or um, some eggs or some, Any yep. any other any, any other kind of, you know I, I copied in anything you know basically, it's uh, anything but fried chicken fish, steak, shrimp, eggs. So anything, any other kind of I mean it's showing here that the eggs are what I say forty seven percent, which is really yes. high. And uh, then it goes from there, goes from poultry and fish is around thirty two percent a. So you know I've always looked at the biological value of protein, but I never looked at the AAU of protein. Mm-hmm. And I've always paid real close attention to the GI of the carbs themselves. You know, were we doing our clients good? We were just uneducated on the fact that adding a protein drink that was being excreted out was going to cause the pancreas to produce more insulin, which I always found myself being hungry after a, pro- uh, a whey protein. I don't know why. And I don't know if, if you felt the same way. You, know, you, you and I's bodies are a little bit different. Yes. You know, body types are different. I could be like a so, tapeworm
0: and just eat all day.
1: Yeah. And I can look at a freaking fritter gain 20 pounds. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I when I was uh, at yeah, my peak uh, bodybuilding, I was 210 pounds, like under, under 10%, five, uh, seven, 8% body fat. Um, that was work. That was eating like 6,000 calories a day. I would yeah. uh, wake up, train my first client at six. And my studio had a whataburger across the street i can 7 30 a.m go over there and order number one and pound a, a hamburger to get those calories in and it, it was work i had to feed the machine is what i always told everybody it's time to feed the machine uh um, but you're and it, you're six
1: six thousand calories of, of quantity not quality i was six thousand calories of i mean i'm two i'm five four at 220 oh eating <laughs> little, 15 pounds. <laughs> that shit couldn't fit in pants. So, yeah i mean Jesus Christ, i couldn't While coming downstairs, but no, but I'd compete at 164 and a
0: 164 and a quarter. Yeah. So I want to just break this down for our listeners. Definitely recommend to anyone that's on a weight loss journey to eat real food instead of just grabbing that supplement. I know it's harder to do. It's sometimes it's more expensive, but the benefits of having that utilization go through the roof is just going to help them stay in fat burn mode longer and build lean muscle quicker. Versus somebody that's that's overweight and getting that insulin spike through well, using what, uh, the meal replacement or the whey protein.
1: Yep, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, if and if they can take a, uh, an MRP, and if they don't mind, you know, if if they don't mind taking a whey protein and, and knowing that they're only going to get seventeen percent utilization, and it didn't bother their stomach, so be it. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I mean, I so, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have my clients do it anymore. Now that I know this facts, so and I wouldn't do it anymore, but. Let's say you put your client, let's say you have a client who needs to lose about 20 pounds real quick. Okay. Give me a basic nutrition plan you'd, you'd put them on.
0: So, the way I, w- I would start out is seeing what they're eating now um, and seeing what, what tweaks we can do with that. Because the way I always did nutrition with my clients was instead of trying to make a drastic change, did small incremental changes to create a healthy habit. So, let's just say if they, I've, I've had clients in the past, it's very common here in Texas that were addicted to Dr. Pepper. Right. And so they it would drink six Dr. Peppers a day and we would slowly dial that back to five and then into four and then to three. They have eventually one for their treat, uh, their treat of the day. So they still got the reward of their Dr. Pepper fix. So I never really did any of the stupid rapid fire, like lose 10 pounds in 10 days. Um, I went more for the long term. I guess that's kind of the business <laughs> marketing trainer in me. I was like, you going to keep this client, get them results and keep them here for a long time and not just turn them loose in 10 days. That's how I attacked diet change with, with my clients, especially anyone that was on a weight loss. It was take a look at what they ate, what they did. Let's make small changes to it, create the healthy habits, and before they know it, they wouldn't even realize that they're eating a whole new diet in, you know, a matter of a couple months.
1: You know, I actually had two techniques. I had one technique I said, Hey, do you want me to set you up a nutritional plan or do you want me to show you how to make good, better, and best decisions? So mine was actually called street smart nutrition. When they would come to me, I would tell them to send me their food for Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and then I'd have them before COVID. I'd have them send me their food on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So because okay. everyone has different eating habits Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday than they do on, during the weekend. Right. Definitely. And just like you're doing I, I'm just, you know, I don't believe fat makes you fat. I believe insulin and influx makes you fat. So my whole thing was showing them how to make good, better and best decisions. You know, let's just say you know, I, I use a hand theory. So if you take your right hand, your left hand, and make a fist, put it in your stomach, that's as big yep. as your stomach, my stomach, everybody's stomach. So I said, if you could have this much protein, anything you can bake, brew, or fry, chicken, fish, steak, shrimp, eggs, and if you can have this much carbohydrates, anything pop a top open or brag, rice breads, pastas, if you can have that four times a day, fine. Now your protein's got to be consistent. Your carbohydrates at the last meal of the day, you're going to go more fibrous carbs. So basically, just go vegetables. Yes. And and then I would just show them you know, if they do the hand theory, then they can anywhere they go out to eat, then they can say, okay, I need a protein. What's that going to be? Uh, I'm at McDonald's. Uh, that's a, you know, that's that's my piece of hamburger. Well, yep. Where's my carb? Carbs? Does the bread fit on there? So two breads fit on. There. Yep. French fries fit on there. Nope. Coke fit on there. Nope. So mine was actually more just showing them how to make good, better, and best decisions because I hate diets. I just wanted them to most people don't realize really what they're eating and what kind of decisions they're making. And they can make, you know, Chris, can go out and eat healthy at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, you can. Yep. Let me do this, so. I just show them how to do that. And the biggest thing for me is just I would cut out all their sugar. I mean, I would cut out anything with oats in it. Yep. So anything with Ose, any kind of sucrose, fructose, moctose, dextrose, I would cut that out first. I never had anybody who actually drank. I had one client who was kind of like yours, never had, you know, six DP Dr. Peppers, you know, 55 grams of sugar. But I had guys who would drink six or seven Jack and Cokes.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: So I would say, OK, I'm not going to take the Jack out of you. I don't want to I don't want to be that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy, but it's miserable. Yeah, I don't want to be. We got to be, you know, we got to drink. But can you can you go to Jack? If you're drinking five or six Jack and Cokes right now, can you go to Jack and Water? Just I would cut them down like you would. I would go five, and then four, then three, then two. But I'd have them cut it down to just Jack and Waters. Yep. Then I'd basically just cut them down to just Jack.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, which which is fine. It's just so amazing um, how just. uh, people's habits with sugar and soda. They can just trim that down, how they start to see uh, weight loss so fast, just from having that sugar and that insulin spike. So we kind of we shift the gears from protein into, into diet talk. We're, we're, we're a quickie in and out today. but just want to wrap up this, this protein talk because I found it was super interesting. I was excited to talk about this because protein has been a part of my life for 20 something years now that I've been into health and fitness. There's a lot of hype out there with meal replacements, whey protein, we just want to spread the word. Don't believe the hype. They're not all they cracked up to be. You're only going to take in about 17% of that useful protein. Now, should you take it? It depends. I know that's not the best answer. It's not what people want to hear. But if you're somebody like myself that it can use it for an extra calorie boost, a little extra protein boost, it doesn't bother my my GI. I don't have any other side effects from it. Sure, take it, especially if it fits in your budget. It's something you can take. They're easy, on the go. I drink one on the way to the... To the gym, or sometimes after the gym, so they work great for me. For somebody that's trying to lose twenty five, maybe you know thirty pounds, and, and and starting a different fitness journey, it's probably not the best option for them. Now, it's better than drinking that sixty four ounce Dr Pepper, but if we're going down a diet and protein, somebody in a weight loss journey, instead of reaching for that 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 can or that powder, eat yourself some real food. You're gonna boost that fitness journey and see results much, much quicker.
1: And I'll tell you why I actually started research because because I'm doing the, that transformation for Kavla, That first week, I actually put in a whey protein. And man, nice. I just felt bloated. I felt bloated. I felt so maybe it's the almond milk. So I took out the almond milk and I still bloated and I felt, so I started researching why is the protein giving me stomach issues? And that's where actually I started finding it. You got to dig deep to find some negative stuff on it because remember any supplement company, any supplement out there is not controlled or rated by the FDA. Okay. Nope. So people can say what they want to say. What we read is positive. We don't know. FDA is not regulating it. So what I'm reading right now, this is, this is basically from scientists. I usually don't say anything or speak anything unless it's backed by science or like WebMD. You know, (laughs) to be honest with you, uh,
0: your primary care physician, I'm a primary care
1: physician is WebMD. That's right. (laughs) So that's that's why I started looking at it. And then uh, I kind of found out that that the way bothered some people's stomachs. And then I saw I went to casein and actually it was putting a little bit of weight on me. I'm like, why is this putting weight on me? I just felt bloated. And then since I took it out for the last 10 days, my stomach's actually gone down. The bloat's gone down. I feel better. And this was about like I said last week when I found read the, the reason I took it out is because I found the article on the it's called the Great Way Protein Hoax. Anybody can just research it on that. The Great Whey Protein Hoax. Do your own due diligence on it, make your own decision. My decision is I'm taking it out. I'll get my protein from food, but also too amino acids. So people say, well, why don't you take amino acids, the capsules. And when you talk about the aid essential amino acids, the leucine acid, leucine and valine and all that, well, unfortunately, most companies don't put them in the correct amount of formula or what's needed to assimilate properly. So that's why I've always kind of taken, staying away from amino acids as well.
0: Got it. Yeah. If anybody has any questions specifically for Chris or myself, shoot us an email at askthefitnesszone at Gmail or hit us up on Twitter, DFW Fitness Zone. Hit up DSP Media Drunk Sports Podcast listen to all those great podcasts on there. You can find us on that channel. And Chris, that's a great episode, man. Happy birthday. Thank you. We got some Thank great you. episodes coming up to celebrate your day. We'll talk about my vacation on the way back. I'm still wearing my fall risk bracelet from my surgery just in case I crash on this trip.
1: <laughs> I, I may have a
0: may, may have a story to talk about.
1: <laughs> but hey, you want to go ahead and talk about our sponsors that we have.
0: Happy birthday. Yes, let's talk about our sponsors.
2: Today's episode of The Fitness Zone with Tyson Pfeiffer and Chris Ownby is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas' premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course with both par threes and par fours. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. Located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway, Make sure to tell them that the Fitness Zone sent you and get a free small bucket of range balls. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. The Fitness Zone is also brought to you by Kavla for Men powered by Testafin. Kavla for Men acts as a natural anabolic enhancer that burns away stubborn belly fat restores lost energy, and even helps build strength and lean muscle. More importantly, Kavla for Men can give you back the confidence you need for better physical and mental performance at work, at home, and even some boom-boom in the bedroom. Optimize your physical performance, build stronger and leaner muscles fast, improve your mood and feel younger and stronger with Kavla for Men powered by Testofen, K-A-V-L-A. Look for Kavla for Men on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Amazon or on the web at KavlaForMen.com. Thanks for listening to The Fitness Zone.
0: See you next week. See you guys next week.